if you have done enough to win over the trust of a client or a potential client and they're ready to book, they can do that without having to go anywhere else. Equally, if it's an existing client that simply just wants to make their next booking, they can Google you, click on the link. They don't even need to go to your website. They can do if they want to, but they don't need to go to your website. You've just made it even easier for your existing clients to make more bookings with you. Hi, I'm Adam Chatterley, and this is the Beauty Business Podcast. It's a podcast for people who run a beauty or wellness business. Basically, if you provide treatments or services for your clients, then it's for you. Now, whether you're a skincare expert, a lash technician, a massage therapist, esthetician, permanent makeup artist, waxing specialist, whatever your area of expertise, if you'd like to have more prospects, more leads and more clients than you can handle, and if you'd like to be making more money whilst having more fun than you think should be legal, well, you're in the right place. So whether you're starting out or you've been in the industry for years, I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on the tools, strategies, techniques, and systems that will help you. Plus, I'll be offering some inspiration and philosophization to ensure you start having more fun. And more importantly, you're making more money in your beauty business as quickly as possible. We're proud to now have over 1 million downloads worldwide and hundreds of five-star ratings and reviews. This is the podcast specifically for independent beauty business owners. So if you want to check out all the episodes, the guides, the downloads, the links, and the giveaways, or you want to say hello and maybe ask a question, just head to beautybusinesspodcast.com. Hey friends, how are you doing? I hope you've had an amazing week. We've had a really exciting one here uh, at Beauty Business Secrets. Um, we released the brand new revamped client getting program uh, that I created a couple of years ago called Money. Um, it's gotten amazing results for so many beauty business owners, but I wanted to see if I could make it a bit quicker and a bit easier. So we've re-recorded some of it. We've taken some bits out. We've, we've squashed some bits together. And I wanted to see just how quickly we can get results. Previously, we think it was about eight to nine weeks on average. I wanted to see if we could get it down to sort of six weeks. So we made some changes and we took in a group of people starting two weeks ago. And honestly, they're flying through this program. I think we've maybe made it even quicker than we thought. Um, and it's just it's just going so, so well. So I'm really, really pleased for them. I'm really, really pleased for this and anyone else who goes through the program uh, in the future. If you're interested, um, all you need to do is drop me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. Uh, just make sure you put the word money in there somewhere and I'll know what you're talking about and I'll send you the details. But basically what we've done is we've really kind of honed it in for a specific business owner. So if you're either solo or you're running a small team of either you and one or two other people. If you're doing under five grand a month at the moment and you want to get close to kind of eight, 10 grand a month, that's exactly who this is for. Uh, and the other thing is we need you to be focused on some specific treatment. So if you're sort of totally general, um, still let us know, we could probably help you. But if you're focused on a particular treatment uh, and that's your kind of thing or, or, or type of treatment or result for your client, that's who we're looking for. So if that sounds like you and you'd like to be making two to three grand more per month uh, and have more clients over the next, say, five to six weeks, like I said, just drop me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. Just put the word money in there somewhere and I will send you the details of exactly what we're doing. Now, Getting more clients is always a challenge for businesses. You know, I don't think I know any business that wouldn't welcome more 
clients that are at least the right clients for their business. So that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today, but in a very specific way, because the frustrations I see so many beauty business owners have is that they just don't have enough of the right type of clients, even the ones that are fully booked, who have maybe maxed out their time have sort of hit that ceiling. And they're like, well, I want to make more money. But you know, I'm already fully booked with clients, what do I do? And one of the things that I bring that down to is not having enough of the right clients. And that comes down to looking at your treatment mix and all sorts of things. But to really simplify it, not enough of the right type of clients. Um, and what that means is a lot of business end up kind of promotion driven. So you'll have enough clients, and then they'll start to disappear for reasons entirely out of your control. And then you realize after a period of time that the appointment book seems to have gaps in it. So you do some sort of promotion that brings in a flood of clients, possibly more than you can deal with. So that creates its own stresses and challenges. You fill up your appointment books, you're okay for a bit, but then again, it naturally sort of drops down. So you're going through this kind of roller coaster of uh, promotion, more clients, kind of dealing with those clients, and then kind of finding out that you're not got enough clients again. And it just kind of goes around in this cycle. And that's kind of a scary and stressful way to run your business. The other thing is, you know, feeding that social media machine. We know we've got to have social media as part of our marketing within our business. It's something that has become um, almost a necessity to different degrees. But in order to make that time to create that schedule to make sure that we're feeding the social media machine enough, you know, that takes our time away as well and all those kind of things. And nothing is more frustrating than when you really put the time and the effort into doing so, but then you get the crappy results. You don't get the engagement. You don't get the clients from it. And you just feel like you're wasting your time. So you go back to the promotion side of things and then just kind of in this round and round cycle of frustration and scary and stress and everything. But instead, wouldn't it be great if your clients, your clients, the right clients for you, the ones that you really want, if they just found you, if they just kind of came to you by the things that you're already have created and already out there in the world to share what it is you do. That way you've got a manageable flow of people to convert into clients all the time. So there's no stress. There's no kind of overwhelm and you don't need to be in that promotion uh, kind of roller coaster going on. You want your social to actually work. You want it to be bringing in clients for you or at least inquiries that you can turn into clients. You want to enjoy it again, but you don't want to have to rely on it. So wouldn't it be great if there was a way to just get those clients to come in and then do the social for the social reasons to create community that then by the fact you're creating a community, it shows people and that just brings in a few more clients as and when you need them. But you don't have to feel bad if you don't do your social media for a couple of days or for a week. And you want to kind of leave that constant promotion roller coaster behind. Again, you want to be able to do a promotion when you want to do it for the reasons you want to do, not because you feel you have to because you need the clients. Now, the mistakes I see make all the time, all the time here, is that business owners put a lot of time and effort into social media. But when I speak to beauty business owners about potentially working with me or clients who are working with me. Um, and I ask them where their best clients come from. Nine times out of 10, I get the same two answers. I get word of mouth and Google. So it seems crazy to me that everyone's putting so much time into social media when actually the better clients come from 
not social media. They come from referrals, from your own clients, from word of mouth, and from Google. Now, we've covered word of mouth on this show many times before. If you want to find that, just search for um, personalized referral program and my name or the podcast name and you'll find that. But if Google can be such a good source of clients, why don't more beauty business owners put some of that time and effort that they're putting into social media into maximizing the clients they're getting from Google? Interesting, isn't it? So that's what this episode is about. That's what we're going to do. We're going to help you in just a few minutes. And that's the great thing about this. It's a few minutes. You do it once and then you are instantly going to start getting more uh, traction, more responses, more information, more clients from Google. So let's kind of position this. Google is both a starting point for your clients and what I call a second source of information. And this probably encompasses, I don't know, 90% of the clients you're going to get because let's say someone has found you on social media. Your social media's worked to some degree. You've got some attention. Someone is unlikely to just see you and your business on social media one time and then immediately go, yes, I'm going to book in. Might happen very occasionally. But more often than not is they're going to get your, you're going to get their attention on your social media. But the next thing they're going to want to do is they're going to want to check you out. So they Google you. So whilst, and that's why I call it a second source. So they see you somewhere, but then they Google you to find out more information about you. Okay. So that's that. Also, Google is a great first source of clients because we all know the salon near me, clinic near me, spa near me is one of the biggest search types on Google because people want to know what's near them or want to search for a specific type of business. So Google is a great first source of clients because they find you on Google. They can go straight to your website if you have one, or they can go straight to whatever platform you use to then put your information across. Like I said last week, website should be in place in part of your marketing mix somewhere because that's your hub of your information. Basically, Google is a first and a second source of information. But either way, Google is clearly a massive source of new clients and a great source of good clients. So the key to getting more clients on Google is quite simply to give Google what it wants. Now, Google has very, very publicly stated over the last few years that its mission, its 100% mission in life when it comes to search is to give its clients, i.e. the people who are using Google to search for things, it wants to give its clients the best result as quickly as possible. So if you happen to be the best result for someone who's searching for a particular type of salon or a particular type of skin clinic near them, then what you need to do is simply give Google the information about you and what you do so that it knows that you're the best search result for them. Now, there's a couple of ways of doing this. The first is the often talked about SEO or search engine optimization. This is basically the stuff most people think about that you can do on your website to essentially boost you up the Google rankings. Now, it's not limited to just your website. Let me make that clear. There's all sorts of criteria that Google use to determine where you appear in their rankings on their search pages. No one knows exactly what it is. It's the mythical Google algorithm and they do keep changing it, which is why people move around all the time. But there are a few key things that you can do. Now, SEO is one thing. Uh, that's a huge topic. It's probably one or two episodes all on its own. But 
search engine optimization, you can do a couple of things really easily, essentially making sure you've used keywords and whatnot on your website. And if you don't know what keywords are, go and check out last week's episode about uh, websites, which is where I explain what keywords are. We'll go into that again here. But pretty much SEO, to do it right, is long, uh, it's complicated, it's slow, it's often expensive because to do it right, you probably have to have an agency come in and help you do it. Um, especially if you're not kind of web savvy yourself in terms of your own website. But the second way is to really make the most of your Google business profile, previously known as Google My Business, because this is both quick and easy. And we're going to take you through everything you need to know in this episode. Um, it's hands off because once you've done it, you do need to occasionally review it. But once you've done it, you can probably leave it alone for two, three months at a time. And the great thing about Google business profile is that it is, first of all, quick and easy to do. I'm going to show you exactly what you need to do in this episode. Okay. So you don't need any special skills. There's just a couple of things you need to do to really make the most of your Google business profile, which I guarantee you will boost you up the rankings on Google so that more clients see you and you get more clients. It is largely hands-off. Once you've done the stuff that I'm going to show you today, you can pretty much leave it alone. Nothing like social media. And you can really maximize it if you really want to go deep in just a couple of minutes per month because you do need to check on it occasionally just to make sure everything is up to date. But it's minutes per month. It is not anything more than that. Now, before we get too deep into this, let's just really quickly define what Google Business Profile is. Okay, so your Google Business Profile is essentially your business listing on Google. Okay, the easiest way to see what I'm talking about here is if you go to a computer, it's easiest to look at this on a computer to explain how this works. So go to a computer, go to google.com or google.co.uk or wherever you go, uh, and just type in the name of your business and your area so that you clearly appear at the top of the search rankings. Now, you'll see the search on the left-hand side of the page. And then if you've got a Google business profile, it will appear on the right-hand side of the page. It'll probably have some images. It'll probably have your business name. It'll probably have some contact information, bits and pieces like that. Now, you may look at that and think, oh, don't need to do anything else. Already got that there. But is that displaying the very best side of your business? Is it even correct? Because a lot of the time, a business's Google business profile has been kind of automatically added via Google's robots. So it may have found you, but it may not have all your information correct. And a classic example of this was years ago when I looked at my Google business profile. It had a lot of the information right about my business, but for some reason it decided, I don't know how, but that I was based in Salt Lake City in the States. So you need to go and check your profile. Now, what's on there? It's usually got your address. It's got your opening hours, which are really, really important because a lot of the time people search for kind of beauty salon open now or beauty salon open Mondays or something like that. So if Google knows when you're open, that's another thing that can help you. It's probably got your website information if you have one. It's got your contact information, which is absolutely crucial. It's got your reviews on there. Again, crucial for helping you get up the rankings. It's got pictures so you can actually kind of give people a view of your business. So there's loads of really useful instant stuff on there. But the thing is, that's where most people stop, even if they've updated it themselves. And what I'm going to show you today is I'm going to take you through the basics, but I'm also going to show you some super cool ninja moves that you can do really easily on your Google business profile that will help you stay at the top of the rankings and therefore maximize the chances of you getting more clients, good clients, great clients from Google. 
Okay, so first of all, why on earth should you care about this? Well, first of all, you get visibility. For all of those amazing Google searches that people do about salons near them or salons in a certain area or salons open now or even just, you know, salons in general, um, you will appear in those searches. And let's face it, we all go to Google for anything we're looking for these days. And even if we don't go to Google and we go somewhere else, a lot of that information is driven by the Google search. So it gives you visibility, massive visibility. Okay. And equally, like I said, if someone sees you or hears about you or finds out about you anywhere else, be it a poster or social media, someone's mentioned it, anything like that, they're still going to Google you to find out more information about it. So it increases your visibility. Reviews. Reviews are so important these days. We all know this. So by leveraging Google reviews on your Google business profile, then that's immediately going to both show clients who look at your business profile, uh, how well thought of you are by your clients, but it's also going to help Google because Google wants to offer the best result, remember. So if it's sees your information, sees you match search criteria, but also sees that you've got really good reviews, it's going to offer you to its clients because it wants its clients to have the best result from its searches. Um, it allows you to connect and communicate as well. Another little known thing is that you can actually use Google My Business to communicate with your clients. I'm going to get into that in a bit more in a second. And a really new feature that is amazing is really simple, understandable, useful and leverageable business insights that you can get simply on your Google My Business profile. Okay, so those four points alone should be enough to make you sit up and take notice about this. But there is a slight problem with Google. And that is that I think it's because it's got so big nowadays that nothing quite seems to line up anymore. Okay. So Google have made some sort of baffling changes to things in the last year or so, and specifically to the Google business profile, previously Google My Business, that are just confusing even experts in it. The leaving kind of people who are just trying to make use of it as a business owner, just leaving them totally baffled and confused, which is what we want to clear up right now. So first of all, as an example of, of how things just don't line up, Google wants everyone to start calling it Google Business Profile. Okay, as you go through this process, it almost like forces it down your throat. Oh, this used to be Google My Business, it's now Google Business Profile. But the very first email, I did this the other day for a client just to make sure everything was up to date and, and everything was in context. Um, but the very first email I got from Google My Business profile to verify something came from Google My Business. So it's like, it's like Google really want you to call it the Google Business profile, but they haven't quite told all of their own departments this yet. So it's quite funny. And another kind of example of this was I, when I moved over to Spain recently, I set up a system for my mum uh, so she could really easily call uh, me and the kids uh, to catch up with us on on like my iPad and on their iPad. Uh, and it was linked to her TV. So it was dead easy to use. And it took me ages to find a solution to do this. But I found one and it was uh, a box that I had to order, but it was using a um, piece of software from Google called G Google Duo. Now, when it arrived, it turns out that Google have just discontinued Duo, which was a bit annoying, but they have now transferred it to what's called Google Meet. Now, Google Meet uh, has previously been their kind of answer to Zoom calls. So you could kind of send someone a link and you could have a, a video call over that. Now it uses that. However, they've not transitioned everything across. So when you go to googlemeet.com or whatever it is, 
you can't actually call people from there, which was the whole point of me wanting to use Google Duo. Um, and through a lot of frustration and Googling, ironically, and other things, I eventually found that if you go to the old Google Duo address, Google will redirect you to a different version of Meet where you can actually just call regular contacts. So a bit weird, and this is just an example of Google kind of doing amazing things, but nothing quite lining up. Okay, so that's why I want to get rid of this confusion. So it can be a bit of a bumpy ride to set up this Google My Business profile, but it is well worth doing to make the most of it. And literally, if you follow through the examples that we're going to go through here, you will have no problem at all. Tell you what's not a bumpy ride, though upgrading both your online and offline sales capabilities with Shopify. Now, you know that I'm a big fan of systems and of data and the power of selling more retail products in your business. Remember, survive on services, retire on retail is an excellent mantra to keep in mind. So I've partnered with Shopify to make doing this an absolute breeze. Now, it's widely known that Shopify has redefined online retail, helping millions sell billions everywhere around the world. But now they can do the same thing inside of your salon, spa or clinic you can give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. There's another sale, more money for you. Now, Shopify's new POS system is the command center that you need for your retail product sales, both online and when clients visit you. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has got everything you need to sell both in person and online. And like I said, if you've listened to my podcast, ever before, you know that I'm all about the numbers. And with Shopify, you get this absolute powerhouse selling solution that brings together the sales that you make in person and the ones you make online into one source of truth. Now, this means you can effortlessly track each sale across your entire business, all from one place, including knowing who's buying what, who needs to replace what products, and exactly what you've got in stock at any given time. Now, Shopify are even going to help you drive traffic to your website and your products with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond so that you can finally leverage all of that hard work that you're putting in on social. You can take payments by smartphone, by tablet, or you can look really slick and use Shopify's fancy POS Go mobile device for a battle tested solution, which takes every major payment method out there. And of course, because it's Shopify, there's no hidden nasties, nothing but low fees and transparent pricing right from day one. And they've also got their award-winning 24-7 help desk to help and support your success every step of the way. Now, I want this to be as easy a process as possible for you. So we've agreed to let you check everything out for two whole months for just $1 per month. That is one amazing deal right there. So all you need to do to sign up for this exclusive $1 per month trial is just head to shopify.com slash beauty business. All one word, all lowercase. Seriously, it couldn't be easier. If you want to do it right now, just go open up a browser, type in shopify.com slash beauty business to take the retail side of your beauty business to the next level today. One more time, in case you were fumbling to unlock your phone whilst I said it, www.shopify.com slash beauty business. Oh, and if you're doing something else right now, that means you probably shouldn't be looking at your browser. Just look in the episode description for this episode on the podcast app that you're listening on. And there's a direct link in there for you. So let's dive into the actual setup. So the first thing you need to do is you need to either set up or claim your Google business profile. And like I said, if you've never set this up yourself, but you weirdly have that listing at the side of the Google page, when you look at it on a computer, that's likely because Google has searched the interweb 
uh, found some information, created this profile for you. But it's, that's why you need to claim it and make sure that you have control over it. So the good news is that this bit actually is really easy and really straightforward. All you need to do is go to business.google.com. Okay. And if you get to a page that has a large manage now button on there, all you need to do is click that. And what that will do is it will ask you for your business name and it will walk you through the process of claiming your Google My Business or Google Business profile. Now, when you put that address in, if you don't get a page with a manage now button on there, that means that at some point in the past, you have claimed your business profile or done something with your business profile. And what should happen for you is you should get a page that looks a lot like the Google feed, but at the top of it, it will have your business name and then a, a few little icons that look a little bit like a dashboard. Okay. We're going to come back to that in a second. So just bear with me. If you got that result, go and make a cup of tea and come back in two minutes time. But if you saw the manage now button, all you need to do is walk through those processes. It's very, very easy uh, about claiming your profile. Now, Google wants to make sure that you really do own this business and you should be the person managing and everything like that. So it needs to verify a few things. First of all, it needs to verify your email address. Um, now, this is fairly straightforward as long as you've got an email address that matches the uh, web address of your business. You just put your email address in. Google will send you an email with a code in it. All you need to do is take that code and then put it into the box on that screen and that will verify your email. Next thing you need to do, it wants to verify the phone number that you're going to put on your Google My Business profile and make sure it's actually yours. So again, you put in your phone number, uh, it can either call you or send you a text message. And again, you put that code into the page. Very, very easy. Um, next thing, if you have a website, it wants to verify your website. Now, this is a little bit more fiddly. And there are a couple of different options. I think it gives you like five different options in terms of either adding some code to your website or uploading something to your website. Those work and they're great, but they're actually a bit fiddly. Even if you have access to your website, um, they're actually a bit fiddly. I tried to do it. It wasn't all that straightforward. But the very last option that it gives you on the screen is, again, just simply to send you an email. Now, as long as your email address has the domain of your website, and the domain of your website is basically so... For example, uh, if mine is Beauty Business Podcast, that is the domain of my website. So I have an address, adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. Um, I click that option. I tell it what my email address is, as long as it matches the domain that I'm claiming. Uh, it sends you an email, again, with another code on there. You put that in, and that will serve to verify your website. I guarantee that is the easiest way of doing that. So that's the three verifications done really, really easily. The fourth one is it wants to verify your business address. Now, um, most of the time, apparently I've heard from my clients, most of the time when you do this, Google wants to send you out a physical postcard or something, again, with another code on it to the address that you're claiming is your business. And again, you need to come back later because obviously it takes physical time for a postcard to arrive. Um, you need to come back and put that code in. However, when I did this the other day for a client and I put the address in, uh, it just kind of went away for about 30 seconds, word away for a bit, and then it came back and it said that was verified. Now, I can only presume that that was because it had done some searches somewhere on the web. I don't know whether it goes and accesses tax records or re business registration details, or even just looks to see if anyone else is using that address. I don't know. But it came back straight away and just verified my address in 30 seconds. So that's the basics of setting up and claiming your profile. And I did it the other day. And like I said, it took me less than, it took me about 
12 minutes, but that's because for a few minutes in the middle there, I was trying to fiddle around with uploading something to the website to verify that until I realized I could just use the email address thing again. So you can probably get it done in less than 10 minutes. Now also, just a heads up, during this process, uh, it also asks for your contact information, your social profiles, your opening hours, your photos, your area of operation. It asks for those things. It's very important that you put those in and get those right. But that's why people think that's all it wants, because that's all it asks for in this setup process. There is more to put in there, which will help you further down the road to get more clients to be higher up the, the links. We'll come to that in a second. Now, another heads up as well that it did to me the other day, just to let you know about this. Um, somewhere in the middle of the process, quite early on, Google sort of suggested to me that I wanted to set up something called Google Merchant Manager. Now, I wasn't 100% sure what this was, but it very much kind of made it sound like this was part of the Google business profile setup. Turns out it isn't. You can skip it. You can ignore it. Basically, what it seems like Google Merchant Manager is, is if you want to put your products onto Google, so your physical products, um, not really your services, that's a different thing. Uh, but if you want to put your physical products onto Google so you can sell them through there, that's what it tries to get you to set up. Now, I was talking to someone just yesterday, uh, a web designer who was telling me that Facebook is now making some changes. I know I've gone a little bit off topic here, but this is important. Um, Facebook is making some changes now whereby if you want to sell your products on Facebook, Facebook is making changes whereby you have to use Facebook's checkout process. Now, this is, you know, their marketing spiel is that this is obviously going to make it easier for the client and it's going to make it more streamlined and straightforward and blah, blah, blah. However, behind the scenes, what that means is Facebook are now wanting to take a small cut of every transaction that happens on Facebook. So what that means is Facebook are wanting anyone who puts their products for sale on Facebook to use Facebook's own checkout process. And essentially why the reason, real reason why this is, is that they want to take a small cut of every transaction that happens on Facebook so that they're making more money. Now, I can only presume that the similar thing is happening on Google, which is why they want you to set up this Google Merchant Manager. Um, again, so if you sell any of your products on Google, you have to use their checkout and therefore they're making a little bit money of every transaction that's happening on Google. Now, it is not part of your business profile. Um, it might be useful to you. I went down the rabbit hole to set it up because I wasn't sure what it was, but you don't need to do that for the purposes of your Google business profile. So if it offers you the chance to set up your Google merchant manager or whatever it was, just skip that. It's just going to take a few extra minutes for you. But if you do end up doing it, it's not the end of the world at all. Now, eventually, what will happen is when you've answered all its questions, it will take you back to what looks like a Google search page. However, it will have your business name at the top of the page. And if you go back a few seconds in this podcast and you're when you went to the Google business page, you got this straight away. This is where you need to rejoin us. Now, this is the new Google business profile dashboard. And this is what is confusing so many people. Now, it will have your Google My Business listing on the right-hand side of the page. And if you have just set up a bunch of stuff, it might have a lot of the bits with some sort of orangey writing saying awaiting verification on there, even if you verified everything, because it takes Google, I don't know, a few hours to just update. It took about two hours and, and then everything was fine on this one I did the other day. Um, but, you know, if it's got that there, don't worry about it. As long as you verified everything in that process, you will be fine. And if you didn't and something didn't work, you can always go back and do it again. Now, this new dashboard, this is what's confusing people, because previously... 
on Google business profile, you went to a whole special page. It looked more like a dashboard. It looked more like something that you're familiar with, with settings and areas to go into and do different things like that. This looks like you've accidentally landed back on a search page, but I guarantee this is the new dashboard which will be used going forward. Now, the cool thing is, is this is where the secret weapons are. Now, I'm going to go through all the icons that you're going to see on here so you know exactly what they do. Now, first up is your edit your profile. Okay. Now, this is just to change the stuff that you just put in when you were doing the setup process. And I urge you to come and check this once a month. Okay. Just come and make sure that your contact details are correct, your hours are correct, nothing's changed about your email or your website or any of those things. Even if you think it hasn't, it's worth just going through and checking to make sure. Because Google, once again, like I've said, it wants to know that it's giving the best advice to its clients. So if your opening hours have changed, there's nothing more frustrating. And trust me, because I'm going through this a lot at the moment with kind of looking for restaurants and businesses and things. Uh, now I'm living in a new city. We're using Google and TripAdvisor quite a lot. There's nothing more frustrating than kind of planning a trip out to a restaurant on an evening uh, because Google says it's open only to get there and find that it's not. So don't be that business. So make sure you've checked all the stuff in there. So that's your edit your profile. That's kind of your basic settings. Now, next one is reviews. Now, reviews. First of all, you want to be checking on a regular basis. Just, just check to see if you've got any new reviews. And if you do, you want to respond to them, whether they're good or bad. You always want to respond to them because, again, that tells Google, A, that you are um, paying attention, uh, you're engaged with their systems, but also that you care. And, again, Google wants to know that it's giving people businesses that care. So, Make sure you're responding to all of the reviews. Essentially, make sure you're using all of their platform. Now, the really cool thing here is if you've just set up your profile and you don't have any reviews yet, click on the reviews button and Google will actually help you get more reviews for your Google reviews page, which is absolutely amazing. So do that next. Basically, what it's going to do is it's going to help you promote your reviews and get you more reviews really quickly, which is fantastic. Now, the next one is messages. Now, this was news even to me when I did this the other day. You can now communicate with clients on Google directly. Now, how this actually works, I'm not 100% clear on. It sounds like it's a bit like a messenger system kind of built into Google. But I'm guessing from your Google profile, your clients, if they're on there and they're kind of interested, but they're not 100% sure, I'm guessing they can kind of ask you questions or send you a message. I'm guessing that will pop up as some sort of um, alert on your phone and you can get back to them straight away. But this is really, really cool because... I am 100% certain that conversions happen in conversations. So if you've got a client who is looking at your profile and they've got a question, that means they're interested in becoming a client, okay? And if you can get back to them with the answer straight away, then that shows them that you care, that you're attentive, shows Google that you care, you're attentive, and it's only going to help everyone everywhere. So I set up messages for the client the other day. I then went into my own profile and set up messages for myself. Let's see how that happens. But I think it's a great thing to actually turn on. Next one is photos. Now, photos massively overlooked here. I see so many businesses just use whatever photos Google has decided to find for your business. Often, this is their own street view image of your the front of your business based on you know the cars that drive around and kind of map out the streets. It's usually a terrible picture. It's usually taken on a really rainy day for some reason. I don't know why. Um, but because of their kind of cameras that have this big wide-eyed lens is never a good picture. So always go in there and add your own pictures to those 
pages again so that when a client sees it at the side of the page on a computer or at the top of the page, I should have said it appears at the top of the page in a search when someone does a Google search on their phone. But when people see that, they get the impression of your business that you want them to get. And again, I advise that you go in and you add one or two pictures just to update it every month, just again, to make sure Google knows that you're putting images on there. The other thing as well is if a client leaves a review, this is important to know, if a client leaves a review for your business and they upload photos, those photos will go into that mix as well. And I've often seen it where those photos, because they're newer, those are the ones that Google put at the front. So if you go in and then add ones consistently on a monthly basis, you'll always have the photos at the front that you want people to see rather than the latest uh, photo that a client has put up. So just a bit of a note on that one. Now, next bit is really, really cool. Uh, Performance. You can get some really cool, simple and understandable performance stats about your business on Google. So you can go in there and it will show you how many times you've been searched for, how many times someone has searched for something else, but Google has put you in the search results, how many times you've been clicked on, how many times people have left you a review, how many times people have looked up your address, all sorts of things just to show you how you're appearing and and how many people are finding you on Google. Now, this is really, really useful because if you find that you're appearing in lots of search results or that lots of people are seeing your profile or clicking on you on the web, but for whatever reason, that's not transferring into clients, then that is really useful information because then you can go, okay, well, how do I make that journey better? How can I make that more compelling? So that when people do find me on Google, there's a more likelihood of them taking that next step, whatever that next step is. And it could be that. It could simply be that you've not made it clear enough what the next step is for them to take. And if you want to know more about that, again, go and listen to the previous episode about websites, where we talk about taking small steps and how to make your clients do what you want them to do online. So performance is great. um, And it's great info if you want to get even more visibility on Google. Now, the next thing is edit products. Um, Yes, like I said, you can add your own products on here. I'm guessing this is going to start to transition over to that uh, merchant manager thing that I spoke about before. But I personally think that the better experience in terms of buying products on your website uh, is going to happen on your website. So you control the information that's on there, how things look, um, what goes with what. So I would always, always, always um, make sure any product sales that you're trying to do, you're directing people back to your website as the hub of your sales and always going to recommend using a tool such as Shopify, the sponsor of this episode, to do that for because it's just going to make that whole experience so much more pleasurable for your client, which is going to increase the number of sales that you're going to make, which is going to make easier for the clients to buy and you're going to make more money. As we all know, retail sales is the thing that is to a large degree unlimited. So you can actually make even more money doing that. So Google's going to help you there as well. Now then, this is pretty cool because you can now do bookings directly on Google for your business. But the cool thing here is Google have not tried to get in the way too much. They have simply made it really, really easy for you to integrate your booking system, whatever that might be, with Google. Okay. And I've had a quick scan down these and all the big industry booking system names that I would have expected to see there, I saw there. So you can simply pick whichever one you use. I'm guessing it's a very simple, I didn't do this for my client, but I'm guessing it's a very simple sort of integration because you literally pick the one you do. I'm 
guessing it's going to walk you through there. But that's going to simply mean that your bookings are instantly available on your Google profile. So if you have done enough to win over the trust of a client, or a potential client, and they're ready to book, they can do that without having to go anywhere else. Equally, if it's an existing client that simply just wants to make their next booking, they can Google you, click on the link. They don't even need to go to your website. They can do if they want to, but they don't need to go to your website. You've just made it even easier for your existing clients to make more bookings with you. So that is huge. And I 100% advise you to do that because it is just a no-brainer. And the other cool thing is Google have, for whatever reason, decided that only certain businesses can actually use this bookings feature. The great news is, is businesses within the beauty industry can. So make sure you're using that. Now, finally, um, you can add an update. Okay. Now an update uh, is clearly Google's word for mini blog post or let's face it, social media post. Now, Google, as far as I know, is not trying to beat out Facebook or Instagram, not yet anyway, but they are encouraging you to add an update about your business. Now, like I said, this shows Google that you're active, you're engaged, you care, you're knowledgeable, you want to use their platform, and you can use each update as well, which is really cool. You can use each update that you put on there. And like I said, this is mini article, blog post, whatever. Um, you can put keywords into each update, which will help reinforce the keywords that Google has already decided to use for your business from your website or whatever you have put in. Now, the cool thing here is that you don't have to do any extra work because Google is not looking for you to put updates on like every day, like social media tries to encourage you to do. I'm not saying you have to, but social media would be happier if you put updates on all the time. Google doesn't want to do that. You simply need to put some sort of update on, I would say, once a month. Or if you can, but again, consistency is key here, I would say once a month is perfectly fine. So the cool thing is, you can simply put on whatever was your best performing social media post for the last month, you can simply just put that onto Google. And then Google's happy, you're happy, you're showing it that you're using their platform, they're going to bump you up the reviews, you're going to get more clients, everybody wins. And the cool thing is, is hardly anybody, hardly anybody is using this feature. And let's face it, it comes down to two businesses in your area uh, for your client, one who's using this part of Google and one who's not, who do you think Google are going to put at the top of the search results? It's going to be the one using their updates. Now, huge amount of information there. I totally get it. Um, maybe one of those episodes you need to kind of have a listen to through again, but I cannot stress highly enough. This is probably, I've probably over-explained things here, which is kind of my want. Um, but honestly, this whole process will take maybe half an hour to do the first time and then a couple of minutes every single month just to keep up to date. So remember, your Google, your business profile is there no matter what. So you may as well go and claim it and make it yours, make it right and help it get more clients for your business because good clients come from Google. I hear it all the time and you probably know it yourself. Now, the actions you can take, first of all, go claim your profile if you haven't done it already. And if you think you have, but you're not sure, go and do it anyway, just to make sure. Then while you're there, check and update your profile with the basic information. Those are contact information, website, social media addresses, make click on them all yourself, make sure they actually go to your page, not some blank page, make sure they all actually work. Um, Opening hours, so important. Make sure your opening hours are 
correct and consistent from your website and Google and everything. Don't confuse it because again, that can cause it to bump you down the rankings. All of this can be found at business.google.com. If you go to that page, and like I say, it brings you up a uh, manage now button. That just means you haven't claimed your profile yet. So you go through that process. Um, add those new features in there. Really, really important. Connect your bookings, set it up for messages, put an update on there. All is going to help you where you appear within Google and utilize those updates. Again, once a month, just go back, look at whatever your most popular post was, stick that into Google, and you're done. Now, obviously, Google is only part of the solution. If you could only use Google, that would be amazing, wouldn't it? Now, I'm 100% saying make the most of Google, but it is not actively going to go out and find clients for you. If you want my help to actually get more clients more quickly, to get better clients more quickly into your business, really quite straight away, um, so that you're making the money that you want or making the money that you need, all I need you to do, send me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com. Stick the word money in there somewhere, and that will tell me what it is that you're interested in. And I will send you more information about what we're doing with the money program and how we can help you add an extra two to three grand a month in your business really, really quickly. Now, obviously, Google is only part of the solution. Definitely maximize it so it is doing everything it can to bring you more clients, but it's not actively going to go out and get you more clients. We have systems to do that. And if you want my help to help you get more clients, better clients, your business, then all you need to do is send me an email to adam at beautybusinesspodcast.com, put the word money in there somewhere, or go and click the link in the episode description for this episode on the podcast app that you're linking to, linking to, listening on. Um, and that will have a link in there. It will start a quick conversation with me on Messenger. Um, I can send you the details on there. You can ask me any questions. That's probably the easiest way to do it. So go and look for that. Um, so if you want to make more money, in the next five to six weeks, add about two to three grand to your business and you meet the criteria that I spoke about at the beginning of the episode, just go and do that. I would love to help you be making more money in your business. Okay, that's it for this week. Have an amazing week. I will be back again very, very soon. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at.